0: The Light FM presents Community Spotlight, a program designed to focus on what's important to you in your community. Now here's Braxton with today's Community Spotlight.
1: And thanks so much for being here. I'm Braxton. Hope you're well. I want to take you back to like the third or the fourth grade for me, early 2000s. I had played baseball for a couple of years, soccer as well, but never really played competitive basketball. Really not much basketball at all outside of playing like horse in the backyard or something. Until I went to this Crossfire Ministry sports camp over the summer of my third or fourth grade year, and not only did I learn how to dribble better or shoot better or pass better, I learned defense, the fundamentals, how to play the game the right way. But the thing I remember the most out of that camp was there at the end, the two guys that were running the camp got all of us campers together together. In a circle, and one of them spun a basketball on his finger for what felt like ten minutes. It 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 blew me away. Super impressive. Still impressive to this day. He played this song by David Meese. I think it was "You Can Go." Um, and but he also spoke about Jesus Christ, his love for me, his death on the cross, and his sacrifice. And I'm a pastor's kid, so you know I've been ex- exposed to that plenty of times, but. Uh, it was about a year later where I was saved, gave my heart to Christ, and I do believe that camp had a major influence in my life. And those two guys are here with me today, Crossfire Ministries, Jamie Johnson and Randy Shepard. Guys, welcome. It's
0: a blessing to be here. appreciate that story. Praise the Lord. Mm, a-
1: amen, amen. I, I, you know, I've, I've been a part of the camp before. I've gone to the ACC Crossfire All-Star Game, um and uh known you guys for a long time it's a pleasure to have you in and i'm one of thousands i know that have stories just like that and since you guys have been running this ministry since the early 90s wondering if you could narrow it down to a story or two that really kind of exemplifies what crossfire ministries is something that God's done in both of your lives and through your lives in the sport of basketball and in an athlete
0: we're humbled the whole thing's been a god story uh Braxton. The Lord brought us together in about 1992 in ministry before we came with Crossfire, but we played against each other, middle school, high school, and college. Jamie played at Inca. I was at Asheville High. He Beat played at other. <laughs> and then Gardner-Webb, and then I was at UNC Asheville and kind of tried to stay away from Jamie in those days. He was on fire for the Lord. I wasn't. I knew the Lord, but I'd gotten away from the Lord, let basketball become number one but I won the ministry in 88 with a ministry in Memphis, Tennessee called the Spirit Express, which was very similar to Crossfire. And Jamie came on with Spirit Express in 1992. We stayed there about six months together. And then we felt the Lord leading us to come back here to western North Carolina and start Crossfire. And glory to God, we've been to 68 countries, 46 states. We get to preach in churches, youth rallies, revivals. Summer basketball camps, and uh just happy to be here today. Your station over the thirty years has been a big part mm. of what we do. Quick story with the ministry uh we're going into Fud Ruckers one day. we don't claim to be this spiritual. We started out going to Wendy's. then we just felt we were supposed to go to Fud Ruckers well in line at Fud Ruckers, there was a coach that had coached me in the ninth grade, and he actually nine years old, and I recognized him. His name was Neil McGahey. he had coached uh, assistant coach at Duke before in Wake Forest and different places, I said, Jamie, he's not going to remember me, but uh, I'm going to talk to him. So we went up and shared with him, told him about Crossfire, former college players are all born again, have a relationship with the Lord. They play colleges, prisons, exhibition games, camps. He said, guys, I'm here promoting Shaquille O'Neal's rookie game exhibition against Brad Darty, who uh, played with the Cleveland Cavaliers, is from here locally. He said, but I may call you guys one day, to come and bring the ACC All Stars, seniors from Duke, Carolina, NC State, Wake to Asheville. Well, glory to the Lord, 30 months later, he called us and he brought Grant Hill, who's a senior at Duke at the time, to Asheville, played against our former college players, Crossfire players, and as a sellout at Asheville High, about 2,800 people. We shared the gospel at halftime. Several hundred came forward. We had counselors and youth pastors there to counsel those decisions. So it's amazing how God works. And yes, we never would have dreamed uh, when we met 35, 40 years ago that God would allow us to be together now, 27 years doing basketball ministry, evangelism around the world. So I say glory to God.
1: And I don't know about you, but I always feel a calling to go to FUD (laughs) Records. So I'll go there any day. (laughs) You got something to share, Jamie?
2: Well, you know, I think for for Randy and me, you know, you're a preacher's kid yeah, and I am too. And we both grew up in the church. He was with Pastor Billy Klein at Merriman Avenue back in the day. And I was at West Asheville Baptist. My dad was pastor. And I often thought to myself, you know, there's got to be a way to reach people that don't go to your church door on Sunday. And and we're not really a church to America anymore. So Randy and I have the privilege of using sports. You know, Paul said, Use all means available to win some. Mm-hmm. And Randy has said this many times. I've heard him say it and I agree with him. Whatever skill set you have, whatever talent you have, give it back to the Lord and use it for kingdom purposes. And the way to reach people really is probably more outside of church walls than within, because if I were lost, I wouldn't run to a church if I just left the bar the night before and I was drunk living in sin. That's just what lost people do and I would do the same thing. Mm -hmm. So Randy and I have watched thousands of people around the world come to our events, to an ACC game like you came to to a camp and we see lives change. Then they go to the local church, which we support, wholeheartedly. Me and Randy love the local church. Thank God for the pastors listening now for what you're doing, because we believe in you. You're going to disciple them, grow them. So we're kind of like an arm that reaches out. So the story would be, we get to see lives change outside of church walls. And that's Mm.
1: exciting. Yeah. That's exactly what Jesus did. You know, people will come to you, but most of the time it's when you meet them where they are. and That's where ministry lives. It's on the street where they are. I love it. That's what Crossfire is. You know, if you want to learn more about Crossfire Ministries, you can find them online, crossfireministry.com, also on Facebook there, too, Crossfire Ministry on Facebook. And guys, you know, we're talking about God's will, and that's, that's something that a lot of folks struggle with on a daily basis. You know, I think all of us have been at a crossroads before, and we're like, God, you know, what, what door do you want me to go through? Man, this is a tough decision, and it's so hard sometimes to translate what God would be saying through other people or circumstances in your life. But as you guys have had so many experiences in yours, wh- I want you to speak some right now to somebody who might be listening who's dealing with that. Wh- what advice would you give to how to hear God's voice, how to obey and, and really just trust uh, what God would be saying and, and have you do in your life? Well,
2: I'm going to brag on Randy. There's a young man an asphalt that was outside the will of God. He's probably six seven now. Uh, Randy mentored, loved on him, came to faith in Christ and discovered the will of God. Why, number one, you gotta be saved. You gotta be born again. To know the will of God to those teenagers that are listening to parents, grandparents, Randy poured himself into this young man and he discovered Christ on a personal level. Thus, he can know the will of God. So you gotta walk with God first to know the will of God. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart. You know the verses. Yes, 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 Secondly, to give it some good thought would be to present yourself as a living sacrifice to God. Once I know Him personally, I want the will of God. Jesus said, "Thy will be done." That's God's son. That'll split theological hairs. Mm. So let that you know digest for a moment. Yeah. So and He was what He suffered on the cross doing the will of God. Sometimes the will of God to those that are listening, it won't be a pretty road. Sometimes it's difficult. Okay. Thirdly, food for thought would be obey the will of God once you know it, because then he can bless your life. If he says he orders our steps, I want to follow what that will is. We know the Bible says live a pure life for God. God can bless you. Two more things. The will of God also is important that you get good counsel. Randy and I seek good counsel. We don't just give it. But we have men older than us that mentored us that give us wise counsel lastly not just the counsel of many as wise is know how you're wired when randy was a little boy he was spinning a ball in the kitchen of his mother's kitchen and they knew he was at home he was safe he wasn't running around with all the kids doing crazy things so the will of god for randy began to become full circle over time he saw he had a talent in basketball that was his skill set so know how you're wired if you're wired for mechanics it might be you'll be
1: in mechanics Mm -hmm. so know how you're wired and that might help you with discovering the will of god And I also want to talk to, I know some people are listening and and they're like, you know, because one of the things that I think as Christians we neglect the most is is witnessing. And some people, they're like, well, I'm not in ministry. That's not what I do. Well, it doesn't always, you know, you don't have to be in ministry to minister. Mm. And I don't know if if one of you would would want to speak to that because, you know, you guys are in full-time ministry, but... You know, it's beyond that. Kind of what you're talking about a minute ago, Jamie, you know, you go meet people where they are. So God, through his will, has put you in a place where you are, whether that's work or school. Wherever you are at that point, you're an influence to those around you. So I don't know if, Randy, maybe you might speak to that. One
0: of uh, my mentors I was blessed to have for four years, and Jamie had him for about six months to a year, Dr. Adrian Rogers. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I love him. Dr. Rogers used to say, not everyone has the gift of evangelism, but every believer is called to be an evangelist. And about a year before Dr. Graham passed away, Billy Graham. We got to go up to Montreat to his log cabin. Yes. And he gave us a statistic that I will never forget. He's been to 160 countries. We're young evangelists. We were enthralled to be there. And he said that he believed that 95% of those that name the name of Christ will never lead one soul to Christ. Mm -hmm. Well, the last command that the head coach, the Lord Jesus Christ gave us was to go into all the world and share the gospel. And that's been convicting on my life for many years. I didn't do that. And then when I had mentors that put that into my life, then I began to repent for the sin of silence and then ask the Lord daily for open doors to share the mystery of the gospel, whether you're an electrician, a plumber, a coach, a teacher, or retired, God will give you opportunities to share the gospel.
1: Yeah, Mm, I love that. Love that perspective. Thank you. And you hear their heart, you know, and, and, and this is what Crossfire is. They're, they're going to bring that 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 gospel message, the, the wisdom um, from the Word of God to your child, your son or daughter through a camp. But more importantly, these guys, uh, and Randy, you, <laughs> I've seen you play. You can shoot with the best of them. And, Jamie, same to you. Defense, lockdown defender, one of the best I've seen. So as far as training young athletes in the Word – but also on the court. Um, Talk about your camps, what's coming up this year, finally getting back to somewhat normal in 2021.
0: I'll let Jamie give the dates in a second, but we want to stress that this is a high-level camp. Pistol Pete Maravich drills, Stephen Curry drills, all the drills from a beginner to a university prospect. You know, AAU ball is out there, and there's a lot of AAU tournaments, but we hone in on the fundamentals, passing, shooting, dribbling, rebounding, defense, and a lot of coaches have said, hey, These kids don't have the fundamentals like they used to, so we stress that Mm -hmm. plus the Word of God daily.
2: And, you know, Randy, let me say this about Randy. When I first did camps with him, I had never done one, and I watched Randy teach the drills, but the thing I love about his camp before Crossfire joined with Randy is that he made sure they understood what the Word of God did say. The skill set is great to be athletic, but if you have no Bible knowledge and no experience with Christ relationally, it's kind of like hot air. It won't go very far. You yeah. might win a national championship, but you need depth so at our camps Brandon and I love to share the testimony of Christ and what he's done in our life and share our personal testimony along with other coaches. And that's important for these kids to have some depth so it's not just about basketball. The camp dates are June 21 through 25, and that is at Asheville Christian Academy. It's a half day, boys and girls, 6 to 14, and that's a Monday through Friday, 1 to 4.30. The next camp is another half day at First Baptist Hendersonville, July 5 through 9, boys and girls, ages 6 to 12, 1 to 4.30. Full-day overnight combination camp, Marshall University, July 18th through 22nd, see overnight Sunday through Thursday, July 19th, the next day Monday through Thursday, 8.30 to 5 is the full-day camp. Those are ages 9 to 18. We'll follow all the COVID protocols. It might be lifted by then,
1: but we had two camps last year. We had no problems, and we'll follow that same protocol this year. And you would recommend for a high school basketball player that's wanting to go to college that camp right, right there is what you would say they they should go to for sure. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, great. most definitely the high school and uh, junior high full day overnight camp. Yeah, we'll try to get the best twenty great players from Western North Carolina there for good competition. Plus, they need the fundamentals as well. Yeah, you can find all those
1: details again uh, by listening back to the podcast, or you can go find it online crossfireministry.com. dot com. Also, Facebook Crossfire Ministry. Jamie Shepherd or Jamie Johnson and Randy Shepard. Jamie Shepard and Randy Johnson are here. <laughs> hey,
0: they, they, <laughs> we're bookends. That's a compliment, <laughs> brother. That's a compliment.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, I appreciate your time. Thanks for coming in. Thanks,
0: Braxton. Blessing to come, buddy. We hope you enjoyed today's Community Spotlight covering issues that matter to you in your community. If you have a suggestion for a future program, just call 800-330-9648. That's 800-330-9648. Be sure to join us next week for another Community Spotlight with Braxton on The Light FM.